Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Today is the 201st episode of Be With Me, 7 Minutes of Biblical Wonder. And we're going to fast forward about a thousand years today from yesterday's lesson meditation, which was uh, set in 2000 BC. And that was the non-sacrifice of Isaac, where we learned about the character of God, where we find from God that he was not requiring a child sacrifice out of Abraham, but really uh, foreshadows that he's going to be the one that's going to be doing the sacrificing of his uh, son. And we found uh, an emphasis on place where the Lord loved this place on Mount Moriah, and that's eventually where the temple is going to be built. And the Lord provides a lamb at that place, and he's going to provide a lamb in that place uh, 2,000 years hence when Jesus comes. So we find that the Lord loved the place of the temple. He loved the place of the city of David. He loved this place of Jerusalem even before any of those things existed. So that was about 2000 BC, and we're going to jump forward about to 1000 BC, and the Bible is amazing. We get to see the interior life and the decision-making moment of where David decides to build the Lord a temple that that his son Solomon eventually physically uh, uh, puts together. And we have this recorded conversation, first between David and Nathan, and then between Nathan and God, and that's the, the, the meat of it, and then David's response. So this is from 2 Samuel chapter 7. And pay attention to what the, the terminology is in this house or his house. David decides uh, here to build the Lord a house, to build the Lord the temple, which eventually stands for about a thousand years in Jerusalem. All right, so this is 2 Samuel chapter 7. Now, when King David lived in his house, he's talking about David's physical house, his palace. When David lived in his house and the Lord had given him rest from all his surrounding enemies, the king, David, said to Nathan the prophet, See, now I dwell in a house of cedar, but the ark of the Lord dwells in the tent. So David identifies a problem here is that he is in a house of a palace of cedar. He's got rest from all his enemies. It's a very, very good uh, marquee moment for Israel. And uh, the ark has finally gotten back from the Philistines and now dwells in an ark, or the uh, the ark dwells in a tent inside Jerusalem. And David sees the irony of this is, why am I living in a house and the Lord is living in a tent? So this is the moment when David decides to build the temple. And Nathan says to the king, go and do all that is in your heart, for the Lord is with you. So basically Nathan says, hey, I like what you're thinking. Go go with this idea. And then we leave David, and now we go to Nathan. And But that same night, the word of the Lord came to Nathan. And then we have quotes from the Lord God. And he says, go and tell my servant David, thus says the Lord. Would you build me a house to dwell in? Question mark. I've not lived in a house since the day I brought the people of Israel from Egypt to this day. But I've been moving about in a tent for my dwelling. In all places where I've moved with the people of Israel, did I speak a word with any of the judges of Israel whom I commanded to shepherd my people, Israel, saying, Why have you not built me a house of cedar? 
Now therefore, thus you shall say to my servant David, thus says the Lord of hosts, I took you from the pasture, from following sheep, that you should be prince over my people, Israel. And I have been with you wherever you have went, and I have cut off all your enemies from before you, and I will make you a great name, like the name of the great ones of the earth. And I will appoint a place for my people Israel, and I will plant them, so that they may dwell in their own place and be disturbed no more. And violent men shall afflict them no more, more, no more as formerly. From the time I appointed judges over my people Israel, and I will give you rest from all your enemies. Moreover, the Lord declares to you that the Lord will make you a house. So let me pause right there. That's at verse 11. And David is basically saying, Lord, I'm going to build you a physical house. I'm going to build you a temple. Why am I living in a palace of cedar and you're living in a tent? I'm going to build you a physical house. And then the Lord flips this on David. And Nathan is going to report this all to David. And the Lord says, I'm going to build you a house. But what the Lord means from a house is not a temple. What the Lord means from a house is I'm going to build you a heritage. I'm going to build you an office of kingship. Uh, And this is an office that Jesus is eventually going to uh, establish and um, fulfill. So let's, let's listen to about what it says about the house that the Lord is going to build. And by that, he doesn't mean a physical house. He means a heritage house. Uh, The Lord declares to you that the Lord will make you a house. This is verse 11 and now 12. When your days are fulfilled and you lie down with your fathers, I will raise up your offspring after you, who shall come from your body, and I will establish his kingdom. He shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. And that's a reference to Jesus. He, Jesus, shall build a house for my name, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom, Jesus' kingdom, forever. And I will be to him a father, and he shall be to me a son. So here we have uh, David thinking he's going to build the Lord a temple, which eventually he does. And uh, officially we're in John chapter 7, where the people are see Jesus come out of that temple and have done teaching in that particular temple. And we wanted to go back today and find out, how did that temple happen? Well, it happened right at this moment here where David decides, this is, hey, I'm living in a house. The Lord's in a tent. I'm going to build him a house. And then the Lord flips this and says, no, you may build me a house. That's true. But I'm going to give you um, a, a place, a heritage, a presence. I'm going to plant my people forever. So there's a there's a little play on the on the concept of building the Lord a house. So when the people in Jerusalem in John chapter 7, which is where we officially are right now, when they're confused when Jesus comes comes out of the temple and they think, "Why are they letting this guy preach in this temple?" So ironically, Jesus is in the physical place that's described here a thousand years before, and he's occupying this prophetic promised office and what was established with David is now fulfilled in Jesus. He shall build a house for my name. I will establish the throne of his kingdom forever. So what an irony about who's building who a house.